the narratives it kills. You will die if you get COVID. That's not true. There, the, the, the risk not factor. True. There COVID- is a risk factor, though. It's a, people do die from it, and it should be taken seriously. But my point is the percentage of you dying from COVID-19, of the governor, King George III, Ralph Northam's dictates today. Free it. You are so scared out of your mind. You Virginia citizens are so terrified that every... You know, there's one restaurant (laughs) here in Virginia to make sure that they are legally spaced. They have mannequins dying there. So this you know, is, the, uh, and the guy drove to his period garb, you know. Um, this is freaky. Actually. I think he's. I think the mannequin. This is nice. In here is seating mannequins in certain booths. Now I wonder if he has a sh- no, not this guy. He's quite <laughs> mannequins to the means of zombie. Really good movie. Good okay, positive there. They don't I complain, don't. but so, not. Then he says when we need so. Don, I'll put him Mega Man at the like the block. I believe that's right. All right. Thank you for confirming it. You <laughs> had to- dog in the- it turned into a zombie. But anyway, that's thanks, Donald. Thanks, Donald. Appreciate, appreciate the call. The call. Four, hearing from you. Four five four thirteen goes on to say this about the mannequins: We're all craving to gather and see other people right now. They don't all necessarily need to be real people. How do we know these mannequins are not like evil? They're kill mannequins. and eat. It's a freak show anyway. They're going to eat the people who come to eat. Mm-hmm. You're going to look over and so your mannequin's you, you going to be them? gone. So where'd that mannequin go? Something's going to tap you on the shoulder. So do you agree with what he just said there? Would you like to finish your dinner before I eat mine? Or would you rather I just eat you now? Do you agree with the owner said here? Do you agree with this? That he goes, we all crave getting together with people, but they don't all necessarily need to be real people. <laughs> what good is it? I'm going to talk to a wall and a mannequin? Of course they have to be real people. And the fact that you have mannequins in your restaurant is a little freaky, quite honestly. Sometimes it depends on who the real people are. Right. I would rather go to the to Virginia Beach and um, be one of these beach ambassadors. A beach ambassador. So Virginia Beach has a plan now that, that they're going to have these beach ambassadors that go around and do one thing. Tell you to separate. Their T-shirts are cute. they got these little yellow T-shirts that say, you won't break my heart if we're six feet apart. Hmm. So... The city hired 100 people to go around and clean the beach and to be these ambassadors with these yellow shirts. And these ambassadors will, in fact, confront you in a nice way, they say. They'll wear a uniform. They're stationed at beach access points and ask you to voluntarily comply with the social distancing rules. So what if the ambassador says to your lady friend, I better not go there. Thank you. And if you do not comply, then they'll call. That would have been funny, though. They'll, they'll, compl- they'll call the Virginia Beach Police Department. They will. These, these nice ambassadors in yellow shirts that, on the, on the shirts that says, uh, you won't break my heart if you're six feet apart. The other one says, stay smart uh, and stay safe, stay apart. The on, the third, back, on the back, uh, it says beach ambassador. The third one says, if. I told you you had a beautiful body. Would you hold it against me? <laughs> That's not what it says. That's what it says. That's but, what mine says. But uh, these nice beach ambassadors, if you see them this weekend at Virginia Beach and they're wearing the yellow shirts, they're nice to a point. If you don't comply, they'll call the police on you. But what if you have a family and you have two kids, one's right. one and one's two years old? It's this whole You're going to yell at the one-year-old and the two-year-old kids. Get away from those older people. <laughs> 
Virginia has opened up, and you are all in. Evidence, the patios at restaurants are oversold. Coming up next, Lieutenant Governor calls for a new panel. We have enough panels, don't we? This panel's on race and the COVID-19 virus. And your phone calls are Race to race away from the COVID-19 virus. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And they would be disgusted with Ralph Northam. Those same founding fathers who would be proud of the Lee brothers would be disgusted by King George III reincarnated as Ralph Northam. That's entirely possible, but that's, that's an accurate statement. That would what? That's an accurate statement. It's entirely possible what you say is. <laughs> Very true. All right, 454-1366. The coronavirus is, um, is uh, actually... Um, wreaked havoc on the economy. And now in Virginia, we're starting to see the opening, and none of you seem to be that concerned about it. Actually, Lieutenant Governor Fairfax just sent a letter to Ralph Northam this week. He called for a new panel, as if we don't have enough panels in Virginia. But this panel's different. This panel is called Racial Disparity Task Force. Its job is uh, to address and remedy the disproportionate impact the virus has on communities of color. So wait a minute. The virus, once again, is a racist virus. It only goes off after certain people of color. And you need a, now we need a new panel, a new task force to remedy this. How would we stop this racist virus? How do we stop it? Shotgun. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. That wasn't the only one, by the way. There's also uh, the Virginia legislative black caucus the flamethrower also accused ralph northam of turning black people into guinea pigs i kid you not it's what is going on what is going on they're against ralphie baby rick at ralph and it's more because of ralphie wearing blackface and a pointy hat many moons ago possibly Chief Joe in Williamsburg, you're on 92.7 FM and 820 AM WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good uh, afternoon. It's been a while. I have these fascist Gestapo tactics that are being employed by so many of the blue state, including our own governor, uh, tactics to supposedly, quote-unquote, combat this virus, are a symptom of a larger disease that I would like to point out to you and your listeners. And just go take, don't take my face, uh, don't take it at face value, go look it up. There was a judge in the early 1900s named J.L. Perez. Now I'm going to be, the disclaimer here is that he was a part of a democratic machine, political machine in Louisiana. He was a nefarious type and everything like that, but he wrote a paper on the 14th Amendment. The more, uh, during this time, downtime, I've been studying the history of our nation, trying to figure out exactly where we went off the constitutional tracks. And it seems that we started in 1860. We had this Jacobin revolt that led through the election of President Lincoln that led to this Hobbesian state that we live in today. I invite your listeners to go read about Judge J.L. Perez and his dissertation on the 14th Amendment. We ceased to be – I love hearing – I've heard everybody, everybody refers and continues to refer to our country as a federated republic. We're not. The 14th Amendment destroyed 
any concept of a federated republic, which individual states retained their sovereignty, and we had the 18 specific powers of Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution. These were destroyed. I'm inviting your people to go take a look because this is the underlining problem here that we have throughout this whole thing. And the point is that the 14th Amendment was never properly ratified. The man makes a good case. Yeah, and I would go further, Chief Joe, with with your point, and and that is to ask people to discover federalism or to look at – uh, the Constitution and determine our right is that's a stretch. I mean, these pe- people aren't into that. I just read today, and we'll talk about it in the five o'clock hours how the Democratic Socialist Party grew 10,000 people this week. 10,000 new people. Did you say etch a sketch? Etch a sketch? I thought you said etch a sketch. So uh, to find out. I don't if, have an etch a sketch. To, to, to ask people to go worry about or look at the 14th Amendment is a stretch. I, 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 I would love I would love for the people of Virginia and the people of America to return to basic constitutional conservative principles. In fact, you'll, you'll find that Rich and I, we talk to a lot of people on the left, and we ask them to simply join us in federalism. Forget arguing about the issues. Let's just get rid of the, this huge monstrosity surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens in D.C. Can't we all agree that's a debacle? Look how they handled the COVID nineteen monies they they hand out. They just give it out like they like it doesn't matter. It should have been returned to the states. The states should have dealt with this. Yeah, and Chief Joe, you're exactly right. I mean, the, I haven't got mine yet. Have you got yours yet? No, I haven't got mine. Not gonna, not gonna get mine. Can I have yours? Very fleeting. But I, you know, maybe it is good that in the middle of this crisis and to see the overreach of these governors and and these states in some cases would would wake people up to say, wait a minute. Can you really come to my door and knock on it and say your daughter's playing with someone else? I mean, what what is can I not really go open my business? They're I, actually doing that too. There are there are people that are calling the police saying uh, my neighbor's daughter is across the street playing with the other neighbor's daughter. There always will be. be a criminal offense and I think they should get 8 to 10 years for it. <laughs> They'll always be the malcontent liberal nosy neighbor that thinks not only what they should do, but by force you should do what they do. And that's the nosy leftist neighbor. They exist. There's no doubt about it. In fact, this Zoom call we're going to talk about in the 5 o'clock hour with this 7-year-old boy in his Zoom class had a toy gun in the background. And once again, a neighbor kid parent called, got the police to show up at their house. This is why... Uh, we should wake up to see what the, cover, the 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 Constitution actually allows. I wonder if it was like the toy swap team, you know. They come in with toy guns to take the toy guns just to scare the daylights out of a kid. It's wrong. Toy and, SWAT, and we're here. It's wrong because people should mind their own business, and, and uh, they're not. And they're able to tattle and have the police – with with jack booted thugs as you and brown shirts show up in the house it's a thugs, good time thugs. i think i think chief joe's phone call is is dead on you know wake up people what does the constitution actually teach what does it actually say you've got to know it and learn it so that you can defend it otherwise it's worthless you know barack obama breathed life back into the thug name the thug board you know he really did when he said i thought so I, was I was a thug when i was a teenager i don't know if he did that 
Anyway. Yeah, well, how many times had you heard the word thug prior to Barack Obama mentioned His it? Royal Majesty, he mentioned Emperor it. Barry, coming up and saying, yeah, I was a bit of a thug when I was a teenager. All right, coming up, your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. It's a thug's life. At Eddie's Auto Repair in Richmond, we know that when someone has breast cancer, everyone they love has it too. Catching and treating breast cancer early could guarantee that you'll survive. That's why it's important to get your annual screening. Your family needs you. So make the time and schedule yours today. Eddie's Auto Repair at 3101 Old Hillard Road in Richmond is supporting the fighters, admiring the survivors, and honoring the taken. For a free estimate, call 261-7743. That's 261-7743. Hey, it's Dave Ramsey. Catch my show on 92.7 FM and 8.20 AM live weekdays at 2. Truth, justice, and the American way. And that's just Richard. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. So we have been saying on this program for, I guess, a couple weeks or more before even COVID started that Joe Biden's not going to be the nominee. He's not. Uh, the Democrat Party will not put up with this. He's a he's a train wreck. I mean, he's he's a fun train wreck. I mean, you got some great clips of him doing all kinds of funny things, which and is saying all kinds of things that are just, well, for lack of a better term, they're just funny. He just steps on his toe. And the weirdest things come out of the man's mouth. And I think Hillary Clinton may be be the scary one. So on Fox News this week, the uh, DNC communications director actually said, we are not officially nominating Joe Biden and demanded that they had a convention because the Fox News said, you guys think you're going to have a convention? And she goes, oh, we need a convention because we're not officially nominating Joe Biden. You imagine that? I wonder if she told Joe Biden. You think Joe Biden knows that? Think Joe Biden knows it? Well, who do you think? Who do you think is going to be the nominee? They will pick someone. Actually, you know what? They'll pick Joe Biden, and they'll tell Joe Biden he's got to step down, and they'll nominate somebody at their convention per the DNC communications director, who actually said it in the Fox News. This made all the rounds this week. It was actually quite funny. Um, but, you know, here's here's a, just a reminder of some Joe Biden clips that are pretty good. If we have the, I guess we don't have the sound bite. Okay. I guess we'll come back to that. All right. So, um, yeah, it's Joe Biden's the uh, president's going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that we're shortages of. <laughs> we have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And, uh, <laughs> and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? 
Neil. Neil, I miss you, man. Go, I you miss know your the, butt. You know the thing. Be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he has butt buddies, and he's doing economic intercourse with them. All right, coming up, uh, Tim Kaine, Mark Warner making silly statements. That's next. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. I want Joe to be the guy. Just after 4.32, outside the Capitol, of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. It is Richard Lee. All right, 454-1366, 454-1366. Linda in North Carolina, you're on 92.7 FM and 820 AM. WNTW with the Lee Brothers, welcome to the program. Hi, Lee Brothers. Um, I was just listening to the first part about that restaurant right. that's going to have these fake people in there. <laughs> and I was just thinking, that is awesome. Think about it. If that owner would put somebody new in there every, I mean, people come in just to see who's there. They can have pictures with them. They don't have Elvis Presley there, and they can have a picture with them. I mean, it's going to be more fun. He could make and it fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, instead, I think um, it came true. across, instead, I think how he I, worded it came across a little creepy. You'd have to keep it cool yeah, or his yeah. patrons may melt if they're I wax mean, patrons. But it is kind of yeah. an interesting But just think about idea. it. You know, if you think about the movie, The Greatest Showman, you know, you don't think about those people. And yet you can go in there and go, oh, I didn't see him last time. That's, you know, well, if he play, I'm going to get my picture with that person. You if, know? That's a neat pl- idea. If he plays it right, you're, he could make it creative. At a little inn up there, 70 miles uh, west of Washington, D.C. and Virginia. I don't think he is cre- as creative as you are, Linda. He's, <laughs> he's got these plastic I agree mannequins. With that. Plastic mannequins, and the only thing he's really doing with them, they don't look like... I, I don't recognize any of them as famous people. No, he's he's dressing them up in the garb of the period. I think he's. It's top, called Little Washington, so he might have a runny little, a runty little George Washington statue. Maybe I don't know. Maybe George Washington as a child with I, a hat. I, I think I came across as uh, <laughs> the ways in love of mannequins. Anyway, all right. So Mark Warner uh, is for paycheck protection. He approached the microphone at the uh, Senate this week and embarrassed himself. Uh, probably not to the left. The left loves it. I mean, this whole idea of paycheck protection, here's an idea. A job is pay te- paycheck protection, except these guys, Kane and Warner, we're going to play clips from them both here in a second, they love the shutdown. They think this is great. They would rather the government fund paychecks than employers because it empowers them. In fact, they want it shut down for a longer period of Of course time. they do. That would empower who? Mark Warner. That would empower Tim Kaine. These guys are powerful. They're benevolent dictators. They care more than you. They want to keep us powered down, keep us shut down, and then as the election approaches, 
the closer we get, the more they'll point their fingers and say, "Exactly, we know you're suffering. You know, we know it's tough, and we know that it is Donald Trump's fault." And now Mark Warner is saying, "Without a, with this vaccine, this this vaccine is necessary now. We can't open until there's a vaccine," says Mark Warner. Here's how he starts. I rise today because we also face the greatest greatest unemployment crisis. America's seen since the Great Depression. Why does he say it like he doesn't know what caused it? Well, here's oh, the thing. Oh, we got this whole thing. I don't even know what happened. Where did it come from? Plus, the Great Depression was a horrible time in America's history. It was terrible. People lost their jobs, et cetera, et cetera. This is being caused by a virus, and when the country powers back up, your job will power back up right along with it. It's There's no comparison in the Great Depression depression and what's going on right now none and i would also say the virus didn't cause this politicians did the virus didn't cause us to lock ourselves down and without jobs the politicians did that the virus actually you you know how to protect yourself you don't need government for that right all right and common sense plays a long way chuck from charles city you're on 92.7 fm and 8 20 a.m with the lee brothers welcome to the show What's up, Lee Brothers? How are y'all? Great. How are you? All right. Um, I just heard uh, something not long ago about the mannequin restaurant in northern Virginia. Right. Uh, the the price prices on the menu are, uh, for two people is over a thousand dollars for a meal. So I would, what? He's probably going to yeah, he's going probably going to have to fill the whole damn place up with mannequins. <laughs> right. No, it's an elite. That's insane. It's an elite uh, destination point. He, it's it's got to be. Yeah, it, it's definitely a unique place, no doubt about I it. I wouldn't pay a thousand dollars for a meal if I were I mean, eating in the White House. You know how many groceries you could buy with a thousand dollars? I mean, filet mignon. Oh, well, maybe that's what they serve. I could personally buy a few months with a thousand dollars. Exactly. Well, I, I mean, could buy two months worth of groceries and a really nice handgun. I don't think anyone here <laughs> is at risk of going there to spend a thousand dollars. I mean, we're not. And I bet there are people who oh, have a thousand dollars. Do you get Fine. a free mannequin? You know, pick your mannequin and drag it with you. <laughs> you should. All right, so Mark Warner and the call, uh, Chuck. Wow, on, that's crazy. On the floor of the House of the Senate continues with his paycheck fairness, but more about the vaccine. More than 33 million workers have lost their jobs due to the coronavirus pandemic. You okay there, bud? What was that all about? Coronavirus pandemic. (laughs) What was it? Corona-Irish? What is he saying? What's wrong is he's had too many tuna. Tuna melts. Tuna melt sandwiches made the way he makes them. To the coronavirus pandemic. (sighs) Oh, coronavirus. These aren't just numbers. They represent the pain being felt by families across the country. That you caused. As we enter into the greatest <laughs> economic crisis of our lifetime. That's, quit acting this, like you don't know what's not, going on. He's like, I can't believe Trump has let us have This is, you have the ability, Warner, to try to relieve and open up the country. And you're, and you're lecturing us about how bad it is? If they turn the country back on, so many people are going back to work immediately. Immediately, they'll get back to work. Plus, the government is helping people out in, in an incredible way. 
That did not happen during the Great Depression. He wants more. The reason we are facing this dire economic crisis Here we go. is simple. Here, it's simple. The federal government. Oh, I see. Failed. There you go. The, the federal, federal government, government failed. Failed oh. to what? Failed to make tuna melt sandwiches for everyone? Mark Warner, you are, you're an embarrassment. And a weasel. Got, dire economic crisis. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple, folks. The federal government failed. Pause. To take the appropriate early actions. Here we go. Trump's fault. To control this virus. Let's blame it on Trump so he doesn't get reelected. Exactly. It's Trump's fault that we're here. Continue. That's why they have to do social distancing. But we also know that things (laughs) can't just go back to normal overnight. They can't. That's why we have to do social distancing. We're doing that to keep people from catching this garbage. And not because the government failed miserably. That's why we're doing <laughs> social distancing. That's not. Yeah, if they had failed worse, we'd be further apart. <laughs> we would be 12 feet, not six feet. All right. Listen to what he says at the end here about a vaccine. Not before we have a vaccine. What? Ah, Hang on a second. No but we vaccine. also know that things can't just go back to normal overnight. They, they can't? Why? Not before we have a vaccine. That is dead wrong. You and know that what? That's scary, actually. That's extremely scary. Things will not just go back to normal like overnight, things will literally explode. I mean, the, our economy is going to take off like a rocket ship. You know that. I know that. Everything is going to take off. Do we have vaccines for any viruses? Do we have a vaccine for the flu virus? I know we have ways to help it. But is Warner now I saying, don't know. is Mark Warner now saying, that we can't go back to normal until there's a vaccine? We're going to be a... like this forever? We're oh. going to depend on Mark Orner's paycheck fairness or paycheck uh, a guarantee forever? I hope there's a vaccine for that tuna melt sandwich he made. That, that would kill you right damn, there. That thing was nasty. Not before we have a vaccine. He's so full of it. But it's just not realistic to suggest, as the president has, that we can just immediately reopen the economy before we've contained the virus. It was never Why? about containing the virus. No, never. It, never, it never was. It never was. It was about overwhelming the hospitals. And now we have a U.S. senator who happens to be from Virginia, I'm embarrassed like you are, tell everyone that we, we can't until we have a vaccine and the virus is slowed down. It's not, this virus will always be here. You know, the, the hospitals are no longer overwhelmed. Of course not. That's They're exactly not. right. In fact... If you're in the hospital because you stumped your toe, because you stepped on a long prong rake, because your dog bit you, you can have guests. You can have people come and visit you. There's no armed guards at the doors anymore. Good. You can come, you can roll right on up in there. So what is Mark Warner doing here? What is he doing? Why would he say to the American people, as a United States senator, that we can't come back to normal without a vaccine? Is that now the new rule? So we're supposed to, as Virginia citizens, we looked at Mark Warner and Tim Kaine. We looked at these guys. And Mark Warner's sitting on the Senate floor telling you, hey, get used to this. I wish he was literally sitting on the Senate floor. He was standing, but nonetheless. He's telling you, get used to this, that government is the answer, that you can't do this on your own. And by the way, it's going to get worse, according to Mark Warner, because you can't do anything until you have a vaccine. This is, this is a travesty. This is awful. 
And if we don't recognize this from our elite government officials. They're truly great people in oh, their own minds. They, care they so, are legends in their own minds. And they care so much about you. Yes, they do. They care so much about you. They want you to vote for them. Like, over and over and over and over. Do you see in this speech, this speech was about paycheck um, protection. The speech is about $3 trillion. The speech is about giving more money. The speech is about empowering Mark Warner. Mark Warner just told you that this is never, ever going to go back to normal without a vaccine. It's never going back to normal until we, until we slow down the virus. Mark Warner wants this. Mark Warner is telling you he loves the fact that you can't leave your house. He loves it. And he wants you to realize that this is the big D. This is all Donald's fault. Around the globe, Donald Trump is to blame. He's at fault here. And none of you should vote for Donald Trump ever again, no matter what. Because, because of the he's hit bl- to blame. Because of the implication. Right. Right. So Exactly. Coming up, Tim Kaine. He makes it political. He turns this whole Damn COVID-19 man. into politics. It's disgusting. It's next. And your phone calls. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820. WNTW. <laughs> Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. On this Friday afternoon, the Commonwealth of Virginia is open, baby. Come on, let's have a partially drink on the open. patio. Let's say partially open. Mark Warner is uh, embarrassed himself again. Now Tim Kaine wants to embarrass himself, and you know Tim. Timmy. Tim Kaine of all, we've been a fan of Timmy for Timmy. a while. Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. 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 Tim Kane. <laughs> I write that song. Oh, who doesn't? I mean, come on. Tim Kane's a fun guy. Not. So Tim Kane is in the uh, he's he's in the floor of the Senate. He's he's appealing to the paycheck. He's he's saying, look, government can help, and he's also talking about the coronavirus and how bad a job that the federal government did. In the end. He said this about health care. Remember, this whole thing is not really supposed to be political. COVID-19 is not Republican or Democrat. Unless you're a Democrat, then it's Republican. <laughs> exactly. Here's Tim Kaine. Social distancing is a third factor. We've talked about it, but finally the last one, health care systems. Oh, my God. Would you agree with me? All that- right, hang on a second. Health care. You think where is this going to go, right? Would you agree with me? Here we go. It, listen to how he, what's his question? There, listen. Would you agree with me that... It helps keep people safer, either from serious conditions or death from COVID-19, if they have access to health care. What kind of question is that? Pretty sure you just answered your own question. Yeah, no kidding. Is it, well, is it, it a, wouldn't you agree with me? Stupid question. How, how stupid is that? It's the most absurd. Wouldn't you agree with me that if people have health care, it's better? That's wouldn't like you, saying, wouldn't you agree with me that if China had never... <laughs> exactly. made this thing in the first place, we wouldn't be going through this? Right, it's insane. This is... Uh, come on, Tim. Get with the program. Wouldn't you agree with Timmy. me? <laughs> exactly. Timmy! 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 
right, so so Tim Kaine uh, makes the most. Well, I don't even know how to think of this question. It's absurd. Listen to the question again. Would you agree with me that it helps keep people safer, either from serious conditions or death from COVID-19, if they have access to health care? Yes, of course. Of of course that's the case. Of course it is. That's like saying, Uh, would you agree with me that if you were run over by a car, you'd have a better chance of survival (laughs) if you had health care? That's an absurd, So he's trying to make a liberal point. He's trying to make a ridiculous point. Here's his point. Let's see how political this is. In South Korea, 97% of the population have health insurance. In the United States, before COVID-19, millions didn't have it and lacked access to health care. Why? I thought we passed Obamacare. Tim Kaine, I thought you got your way. I thought the government covered everybody now. Now it's not good enough? Obamacare did get shut down. Well, not entirely. Not entirely. Right. So Tim Kaine continues. The massive job losses in the last months threatened to take health insurance away from because of millions you. more. And They're... President Trump is doing all he can to dismantle the Affordable Care Act, which would take health insurance away from tens of millions more. Let's learn the lessons from those who are doing this right. Such an act. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I yield back. He is such you know what? condescending. I can't, I can't deal with him. People, People didn't lose their jobs permanently. This is this is an asinine little stunt, little trick. It's political. It, they're making it political. Sure. People didn't lose their jobs. People are on unemployment. They're drawing unemployment. They're getting a stimulus package. There's talk of another one yet coming up where you get $2,000 up front and $1,000 a month for a so, while. You know, and people are going to be back at work shortly. People didn't get fired from their jobs. They got laid off because the companies were closed. What are they going to have them do? Show up? Because of Tim right, everybody have party. a seat uh, at least six feet apart. There'll be cake with your sandwich today at lunch. And thanks for coming. I mean, what are they? It's ridiculous. T- Tim Kaine is doing one thing here. He's turned all political. He's going to use this thing to say, you see, we need more government health care. That's what this is about. Exactly. He has made it into a statement where we can say, I just want everyone to know, this country sucks. We have horrible health care in this country. And unless I get my way and make government even bigger, yes, the same government that Tim Kaine said failed in this virus is the same government he wants to run your health care. Does that make sense? Tim Kaine, thanks for making this political. So an opportunity for you to try to spin Obamacare and hurt Trump. You're trying to hurt Trump? You think Trump is out there going, I can't wait to take health care away from people. He's, By the way, he's not doing that. What Trump is saying is the existing government-run health care is a debacle, and it's better in the free market. You don't take it away from people. You give them an opportunity to buy it in the free market. And Tim Kaine, you are, you're an abomination. You're disgusting for taking this opportunity to make some case about, about how perfect you are in the government when your self-proclaimed federal government failed let's sing a song for tim all right your phone calls next 454-1366 lee brothers 92.7 fm 820 wntw
skates Wrapped up like a douche Another runner in the night Blinded by the lights Wrapped up like a douche Another runner in the night like Batman and Robin, you conservative, dynamic duo. Just no costumes and no utility belts, normally. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. You want some good news? Here's some good news. Hanover NAACP lost. A federal judge threw out the suit against the, the uh, Lee Davis High School in Stonewall and Jackson Middle. Threw it out. Outstanding. That is <laughs> it's great news. That is great news that's what we should have every friday we should have some great news like that because that is so perfect so the hanover president of the naacp the national association for the advancement of colored people well it's really liberal colored people because they weren't for uh, clarence thomas <laughs> or against him well, I, so. you know don't you find the name that offensive, offensive extremely you know offensive. The advancement, the associations for the advancement of colored people. Now, if if we're white, we're colored people. I just think that's offensive, and something like the NAACP should be forced to change their name, shut down. I don't know about force. I don't know burn force. their charter. They can laugh. I don't at them, know. Mock them. Call him whatever you want. But Robert Barnett, who is the president, said, this is not the end of our fight to change the names. Uh, we tried suing. It didn't work. But now it's not the end of the Of course it's not the end of the fight. So what, are you going to come at night and tear down the signs? I mean, It's absurd. It's the people's it decision. Just let asinine. the people decide. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Here's what the judge said about the stupid lawsuit. He said the NAACP's claims were too broad and that a two-year statute of limitations has expired. Instead of pleading sufficient facts... <laughs> The NAACP relies solely on, on, on conclusivary statements. There's no facts. There's only somebody going, I'm offended. That's not a fact. That's, a, that's actually completely subjective. It's race. It's race. Racial. It is. All right, coming up, 5 o'clock at the 5 o'clock hour, my, a masked Nazi rips into you for not wearing one. You won't believe this. Z Kyle. And 7-year-old. In a Zoom class, they saw his toy gun and they freaked out. All that next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820. All right, so COVID-19 is creating socialists. So apparently people think, oh, government's the answer to this. Not. A government se- created it. A seven-year-old Zoom class sees his toy gun. Panic ensues. So they saw his toy gun in the background, and the panic ensued. You follow, you follow what I'm saying, dude? And a masked Nazi, a masked Nazi exposes a real scary future. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia.
The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this absolutely beautiful Friday afternoon. I, I love this weather. I just do. The sky is clear. It's beautiful out I there. I can't wait. I can't wait to go to the patio and get an adult beverage and sit outside. I, this is it's unbelievable we are in our country that Virginia's opened up like this and nobody seems to be frightened out of their mind because every patio in the entire state of Virginia is uh, is packed. It's it's full now. They sorry, you're sold out. Can't Next wait. Friday, you know, if uh, even Wawa and Sheets are turning their fountains back on where you can go in and get a fountain drink. Sheets is giving away the first one. Free. Really? Yes. Oh, good. I'm in. I'm in too. They uh, they're all going to fire them up next Friday, you and, and things are going to. You start. would totally know that. I love Wawa's ice. I do too. I'm She's a fan. has good ice too, but Wawa's well, ice is much better. Huh. So we've lost. Wait. We have lost this argument from the beginning, and unfortunately for the rational people, we let it happen. This that we 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 are told now that COVID-19 is a death sentence. And we're, we're actually told if you open up the state, people are going to die. Well, the, statistically, that isn't true. I mean, yes, people could die, but statistically, you are okay with the risk. Let me explain. Currently, right now, the risk of you dying from COVID-19, let's just use an extremely crazy percentage, 10%. Let's say 10% you have a 10% chance that you would die for COVID-19, which means you have a 90% chance of not. That stat, let's just say, for example, is right. Now, it's radically less than 10%, but would you take a 90% risk in anything? If you were told to play the lottery, you have a 90% chance of winning, would you play? If you had a 90% chance of being healthy by going to a restaurant and eating dinner tonight, would you take that risk? Of course you would. There's a chance you could get injured. Eating at any restaurant. You could choke on your you could food. Get hit. You could, on the way there, you could get an accident. You could walk in on an armed robbery. <laughs> Which, by the way, armed robberies are up now that you can wear a mask into anywhere. Well, that's true. That's true. You know, it, it, and this COVID-19 is going to affect a lot of people with their family. I mean, a distant, distant relative of ours passed away in Ireland from COVID-19. Um. There's a chance Look, I mean, somebody in your family may contract the virus. But the virus is going down, 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 way down now. So, But we've, we've allowed the left to paint this picture that it's a death sentence. And now we're told that masks are the solution to the death sentence. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but there, this mask Nazi showed up on, uh, on social media this week ranting about how if you don't wear a mask, you're an MFer and you're killing people. You know, in the very beginning, they said the masks are un- are unnecessary. They're only for people who are already sick and to try to keep other people from catching what you have. You know, they're openly saying the mask is is not necessary and the gloves are not necessary either. Well, first of all, if it was a pure death sentence where you needed masks and gloves, you shouldn't come outside. But that's another right. story entirely. Exactly. So the mask Nazi shows up this week. And I, when I play this clip, unfortunately, it's all chopped up because it's, I mean, inundated with every bad word you can think of. 
uh, the F word specifically, multiple times. This is, this is a nice little lady. She's in Miami. She's minding her. She's, I would really like to have a great con- Not. You'll find out in a second. This woman is full of hate. She is probably the typical mask Nazi that you run into. She's definitely a Democrat because no Republican or conservative would ever put a video together like this. Listen to where we could be going in our country. This is scary. Don't wear their gloves. I just finished showing a house right now. The lady was pissed off because I asked her to wear a mask. Like, seriously, woman? And then she's coughing two seconds later. Like, it's no big deal. We're in this because of fuckers like that. Wow. Wow. That sounds right like there. AOC. Yeah, what a wonderful woman this is. Doesn't this sound like AOC? You think she's mad about anything? We're in this because of MFers like her? You mean that we haven't been wearing masks and that's why we're in this situation? Hey, what? That, that's a you know we're we're not in this situation because people aren't wearing masks it's, first of all and what makes it worse is people like this yes exactly my 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 comment to people like this is the problem isn't the woman not wearing the mask is you if you're worried about it don't go out it sounds like you're frightened out of your mind don't go outside you should stay in just let me give you some just stay home and if you walk up on someone who's on their soapbox making a I don't even want to call this a speech. This is a, a hate garbage. If they're if they're on their soapbox spewing this garbage, do the world a favor. Turn your back, walk away. If you want to have some real fun with it, openly laugh at the person on the soapbox so they know you're laughing at them, I, and then walk away because I, they yeah, need right. to be sent a message that, I wish we could laugh at this, though. It's ridiculous. The reason I'm not laughing at this is because I actually think this is what the American left wants. They want to mask shame you, for one, and then make you feel like you're evil. She continues. Because people out there on their boats doing all their partying. No, I'm not jealous. No, I'm not. Because you know what? I have a yard. I could go out with my friends and party, but there's a damn time and place for everything. Wow. And now is not the time and place. Now is the time and place to be taking care of yourselves and the people Except around not. you. There are people dying. There are people in hospitals Listen risking up. their lives because of mother like you oh, nice. who won't wear your mask, who don't wear your gloves, who don't wear practice social distancing. Yes, Miami's a party town. But okay, the- so you understand, right? No mask. You don't social distance. You are killing people. You're an MFer, according to this person. All right, hang on. She continues. This is AOC. This, you know what? There's a time and place not for partying and everything. Now is not like the it. time to party. What? Oh, wow. Only in oh, Miami. Yeah. Only in Dane. Only in Florida. Let me do it for a video for a for a damn TikTok. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. Or we're going to be quarantined all the way to September. And we may be spending two years in our house because of you out there who don't wear your mask. And you know what? I get. All this is bleeped out right here. She can't even say it. Damn, rat's ass. If you guys get pissed off at me, don't like me. And you know what? You delete me off your social media. You'll probably be doing me a favor. So I don't need like you. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves so we can get the out of our house, you dumb fucks. Well, the that's, other, that's other someone I want to party with. Not. She actually thinks that if we wear our mask, we're going to get out of our house someday. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Disgusting, this woman is. And uh, by the way, it's scary, but that's the future. That's how the left thinks. And if you agree with her, 454-1366, we'd <laughs> like to hear from you. John from North Chesterfield, you're on 92.7 FM and 820 AM with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, buenas tardes, hermanos Lee. Hey, hey, buenas tardes. I'm, kind of, I'm, 
I've got a message for my Latina sister. I can tell by the accent. Chiquita, cerrado su boca. Shut up. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, I just read an article by a uh, uh, a, a well, very well-known doctor. I just, But the thing is, it was all about the masks. And he was saying how masks cut down oxygen supply in the blood right. and people who are a little older will will have problems with it they can suffer from hypoxia pass out and and uh makes the immune systems even weaker so wow. uh they're, they're, what the government is doing is setting us up for more sickness than the use of masks i can't believe john how uncaring and how bad you want to hurt people. According to this woman, you're, you are the problem, John. You're the Avenger. You're, you're, you're the evil Avenger. Right. Thanks for the yeah. call, my friend. Great call, John. That's an incredibly good point. That's John Lee. He's an honorary Lee brother. All right, coming up. We love him dearly. This didn't end. Yeah. This, this kind of uh, irrational mask Nazi type, actually, Chris Cuomo thinks that people like the Lee brothers want to kill 10,000 more. And this salon owner in Dallas was confronted by The View and told the same thing. That That's she hourly, wants dead people. Hourly. 10,000 more hourly is how we would like to see it go down. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Done. I'm not going to take it. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines are open on the Friday afternoon. All right. So um, the left has done a pretty good job of uh, making sure that you want to kill people and they don't. That if you like the fact that Virginia's opening up at fifty percent in the restaurants, you want dead people. If you want to open your salon and uh, hire people and, and work for a living, you want dead people. And this has been shown to us by The View this week, who interviewed the woman who was arrested, spent two days in jail, and fined. Now, that's not good enough for the people on The View. According to Holston, Sonny Holston, I think is her name, that's not good. You see, you spent time in jail, but you really want dead people, don't you? Listen to this clip, and then you'll begin to say, what are we arguing with in our country? We have a group of people who really believe that COVID-19 is a death sentence for 100% of people. And it can it's a virus that has wiped out a man. It's not true, but they're able to make the case that they care more than you because of it. Here's the clip. Listen to this. Shelly, um, coronavirus cases are already rising in Texas and across the country where restrictions have been lifted. And you worried about your staff and your customers are... are I mean, I would assume you're worried about your staff and customers. I would assume. I would, I would assume. assume that you're not. Then again, evil. maybe you're not. Maybe you want to kill your staff and then kill your customers, How or vice versa. I would have lost my mind. Anyway, she continued. Getting sick since there's now an uptick because of people not following the rules, like like yourself. Ooh. Oh, oh, boy. oh, oh. So now what? What happens now? Because you just you smacked did. that woman right in the face. Psh, psh. Because you didn't follow the rules. There's you an uptick. You didn't follow any rules. So Actually, now there's an uptake in people dying. You know, the, the truth is here, and I know the view hates it, but they were in a lockdown. Nobody was doing it but her. She was the only one who did it, 
And she is why all these people are dying. And how she caused did, did you, every death in the United States. Disgusting. Because of her salon. Now, I thought the salon owner actually had a pretty good answer to this. But you don't even need to answer it. This is condescending. It's, you know, you want to go work for a living. I'm not putting people at risk. If they're nervous about it, don't come to my, my salon. But here's how the owner answered. Well, I think that the there's a rise in the COVID cases because there's more testing available. Right. And that has been discussed before. Um, so we expected a rise right. in the cases. What we need to look at is um, the number of deaths, if that is plateauing at all, and to make sure that we have room in our hospital beds. Um, and Texas has plenty of room in their right. beds and are able to care for um the people that need to come in at this time. As a matter of fact, there's doctors and nurses getting furloughed because there's not enough work. So I'm trying to get them to work. And by the way, Mrs. Interviewer, I'd like to give you a free haircut. And I won't poke a hole in you accidentally with a sharp object that could give you COVID-19, Evelina. So The View, Sonny Holston, who is disgusted that somebody would want to open up their business how dare them? And and paints it in such a way that I think you might care for people, but it do you? I don't know. I mean, that this is the argument today. I am shocked. You, I guess I'm not. But the liberal left, the, the pukes of America, Richard, as you call them, the liberal puke society of America, actually prefers you to be on the government handout than to work hard. And they're using the virus to do this. Join the libtards of America today. You know, there's four people on The View that are libtards or pukes or libtard pukes. And then there's one conservative. And she's not even really that conservative. She's really right? not that conservative, but she Different than she that, is right? there and to, to, to be beat up on. And this show, you know, for lack of... Any other term, it sucks <laughs> terribly. It, it, and why it stays on the air blows my mind. Well, you we've know, always it, said, what's worse, the, them or the crowd that cheers them? Well, the, you know, the crowd comes in. You know, if you walk in there conservative, it's going to be a tough time to walk out conservative. So it's best to wear earplugs and pretend you can hear them, you know. Well, I mean, if, if you're a conservative, you can think. And you're not going to be spoiled by the view women. Who are, I who are hope, dribbling. I hope not. They are just un, unbelievable. They're unbelievable, unbelievable pukes. I'd like to go there and just say, uh, do you consider yourself uh, a communist, a libtard, <laughs> or a puke? Where do you <laughs> fall you in win, that friend. range? That, th- yeah, that, that's all how, of the above. That's how you win friends and influence people, Richard Lee. So, so here's what we've seen so far. We've seen the mask Nazi. That says if you don't want wear a mask, you want more dead people, and we're, you're the reason we're in this mess, I which see is not dead true. People. Then you have the view who is telling the salon owner that to open it up, it doesn't look like you care for people, and you're causing more deaths. You don't care. You're just a killer. And now we have Chris Cuomo, who this week, almost like he was talking to the Lee brothers after our show last week, here's what he said. But right now, the American family is in a period of dysfunction. We're estranged and acting strangely. <laughs> 10,000 more Americans could die by August because so many places are relaxing social distancing. So we're, we are estranged in our homes. You know, a lot of people said this, this is a time that, 
you know, our families can spend quality time together. Uh, yet he says the families are estranged. So what are you sitting six feet apart? If you're at home with a family of three, four, six, whatever, are you estranged in your own home? Are you sitting far apart from one another? Are you staying six feet right. apart? Or are you sitting there playing a board game around the table? Right. So that way you don't have to get up and walk over and move your piece and then run back six feet. It's, a, it's asinine. Well, then he goes on to say that there, you want 10,000 more dead people. Chris, would you? What, what are you trying to say, that we can never open up the, the country? And if we want to open up, we want dead people? You see how easy it is to demagogue a situation and make the Lee brothers look bad or anyone else in Virginia, since we're open, we want 10,000 more dead people? Isn't this the guy that said our borders should not, have, should not be closed? We should let anybody in who wants to come from wherever they're coming from. This is the United States. It's comprised of people from all over the world sporting, sporting COVID-19 maybe. But uh, isn't he the guy who wants them guy. all yes. to come? Yeah, and then he changes. We should have closed the borders immediately. So he continues. What happened to no man left behind? Now it's 10,000? It's okay. What, what does that Look, even it's mean? It's common sense. That's what would happen. You don't need the models to tell you that. If you stop social distancing, that's why those who attack this reality do it with snark, snark. and cynical self-interest. Snark. We are not prevailing. Not until we show the desperation to get tracing and testing. Oh. Until that, we'll be failing because we're failing to give the truth to the people, which will give them the trust they need to reopen. I guess the anti-elitists over there go. are okay with... 10,000 more dead. That's you. These liars and race baiters want you to Whoa, think Fauci hey. is not to be believed, that social distancing is about stealing your freedom. It is. Remember what your mother told you about people who have nothing good to say. They should say nothing at all. He is so condescending. He didn't listen to that either when, when, she, <laughs> he wasn't when listening she said to his mother. that. Would you like some french fries with that? No. Give me some snark. I want snark. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Divine Faith Ministry in Petersburg honors our fighting men and women of the military and all of the veterans who have gone before you. We salute you and thank you for your sacrifice. We understand freedom comes with a price. Thank you for serving our country and defending our freedoms. Our prayers go with you and your families. Stay safe, stay strong, and may God bless America. This military tribute from Divine Faith Ministry in Petersburg, saluting all Watson and Divine Faith veterans. Hey, I'm Chris Plant, and there's no need to rush through your day. You can join me at noon, Monday through Friday, here on 92.7 FM and 820 AM. This is not your father's talk station. So, Chris Cuomo says uh, this lockdown will kill 10,000 more people, and we shouldn't worry about our rights being trampled on. 
You know, the good news is Wisconsin Supreme Court disagrees with Chris Cuomo. You hear this? Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that the governor overstepped his authority when the State Department of Health extended the order to May 26th. The, the Supreme Court said an agency cannot confer on itself the power to dictate the lives of law-abiding citizens as comprehensively as the order does without reaching beyond the executive branch's authority. And they did. They did reach beyond the executive branch's authority by doing that. And the legislature had nothing to do with it. These aren't laws that were voted on. Now, the governor, he, he came out and responded to this. Here's what he said, quote, now we have no plan and no protections for the people of Wisconsin, unquote. Not true, Governor. You don't think the people of Wisconsin can protect themselves? See, this is exactly how a dictator thinks. Without me, there's no protections. Without me, there's no plan. Not true, sir. I am their deity. I don't need you. The people of Wisconsin don't need you, Governor. They know the problem. They know the risks. When they clip my wings, things just... Go south. Unbelievable arrogance of a governor to think they can't do it without me. And Wisconsin, thank God for Wisconsin's Supreme Court to look and say, you know what? They're smart people. You have overreached your authority to restrict their lives to this level. It's absurd. And the governor goes, it's the Wild West now. Now these Republicans have convinced the Supreme Court that we can't protect them. No, you don't have to protect me. I'm a smart guy. So are the people of Wisconsin. We can figure it out on our own. But thank you. I'll thank pro- you for being a benevolent dictator. i protect myself. I bet you if one state, everyone took the, the mask off in one state, there would not be any more. There'd be no jump in new right, patients. Right, All right, coming up, your phone calls, 454-1366, and the poor kid who got his toy gun taken away on a Zoom call. That's next. Wrong. That was so wrong, but it, guys, it was funny. Just after 5.32. The mics are on. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes. His car left. Is Richard Lee. That's right. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366. Check us out if you would, please. Would you please? 927fm820am.com. Very simple. 927fm820am.com. It's like Scott. Very simple. Nice. Once you you get there, click on the Lee Brothers. Oops. It takes you to our page. And there's the Constitutional Cop, which is, this is a a gentleman, I think, in Seattle, who videoed himself talking about how cops have an obligation to follow the Constitution, not some made-up law. And it's actually phenomenal video. You've probably seen it. But if you haven't, 92.7fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And then the Kevin James video that is spectacular. This is well worth your time. Two minutes of a movie that he made, a two-minute movie. You can watch a two-minute movie. And it's it's outstanding. 92.7fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you there. All right, so the, the new uh, fad... It's not a fad. It's probably going to continue. These Zoom calls, 
these ridiculous Zoom calls where you have to now have a video call. When, when before, it was always simply a uh, regular phone call. Now they're like, oh, we need Zoom. Well, actually, th- th- this is how now they're teaching kids. They're teaching kids through Zoom classes. So a seven-year-old student got on the Zoom call this week, and um, he was on the Zoom call in the den of his home, and uh, minding his own business. He's on the call, you know. He's like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a seven-year-old. I want to go to school. I want to learn." So uh, he's on the Zoom call, and in the background, on the table next to the computer, is a gift that he just recently received. It happened to be a toy gun. He didn't pick it up. He didn't wave it around in the camera. And how dare he if he does? That's a toy gun. I sent it to him. Right. You would have. Um, and then they got off the Zoom call, and the mother, Mrs. Smith, received an um, email, an urgent email from the son's first grade teacher. Another parent, apparently, had been very uncomfortable by the fact that the gun had been in view of the Zoom call. Oh, for crying out loud. But it didn't end there. Because most liberal, malcontent, weenie types like this don't end there. It's just not that they're uncomfortable. Something must be done, you see. Yes, it must be done. Incarceration, 8 to 10 years. And the left is very good at assuming and making judgments. Because, see, they're not tolerant. The left is is completely intolerant and very accusatory. And so what happened here is this malcontent, liberal panty-waist parent didn't just look the other way or have a conversation with their son or daughter who was on the Zoom call, but called the police. A few hours later, SWAT arrived. A knock on the front door, and it was, in fact, the police. The police officer came to the door right after breakfast, and asked the parents to step outside of their home as a result of the Zoom call. I'm sure they said, have you eaten yet? <laughs> well, we're not quite through. Okay, uh, two minutes, three minutes, give us four. Be right back. The seven-year-old's father, now get this, tried to explain to the officer, now this is further than I would have gone, but the seven-year-old's father tried to explain to the officer there's no guns in the house other than the toy gun the son had received. That's not worth an explanation. I wouldn't have given this cop three seconds of my time. This is my home. What happens in my home happens the way I want it to. Exactly right. And by the way, are there guns in my house? None of your, none of your business. You don't, I don't owe you an explanation what's in my house. And by the way, this thing called Second Amendment, if there is, great. But I'm not telling you one single thing. The police officer essentially lectured the parents on child safety and the fact that children are too young to interact with any guns and weapons. The, the father goes, it's a toy. It's a toy. I haven't caught him playing with my 45 in several days. <laughs> you know, it went off one time and he got the point. The lesson liberals got to tattle. And in this coronavirus, they love it. The liberals love it. They cannot wait to enforce their view on you through government, and they can't wait to tattle on you and have the force of government come upon you. They're squealers. 
unbelievable. Jackie from Disputant, uh, you're on FM 92.7, 820 AM WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lee Brothers. I've been on your show before, but it's been a while. Yeah, you sure have. We've missed you. Uh, Jackie, can I I get you to turn the radio down in the background, if you don't mind? Okay, I thought I turned it down enough. Okay, because I'm riding. Okay, I just want to say something. Y'all guys are on the bond. I I just love y'all guys. Y'all guys (laughs) are good to go. Good to go. That Maxine Water, she ought to go ahead on and drown herself somewhere, because that's, that's what she is, a water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and yes, I, we I know I, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and I, and, I'm, <laughs> and I hope the president will just come out and just, and just step on him, let him know what kind of power he got. Yeah, he yeah. should uh, use his power, definitely. You're exactly get right. All, get him all in one little pile, and then it's dump him in the diggone dumpster some diggone with Maybe that's what he's waiting for. <laughs> because I'm uh, Ralph Northern, the black face, I can't stand his monkey ass. Excuse my French. I think we've <laughs> got I, two I, more weeks. <laughs> now we got two more weeks now. For what reason? In Northern Virginia, right, Jackie. We love you, Jackie. Look, I know okay. you're not serious about that in your tongue and cheek and having fun and, and I understand completely because these people are insane. They're 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 very frustrating to have uh, to listen to them. And I think Trump has probably handled the best as Trump could do. Great call, Jackie. Thank we you, miss Jack. you. Four five four thirteen. Touch. Yeah, four five four thirteen sixty six. She did. She did. He's an honorary Lee brother bumper. Speech. Yes, she does. If you call back, we'll get you one. Get it out to you, Paul from Chesterfield. You're on ninety two point seven FM and eight twenty AM WNTW with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank first you. All, I, first of all, it's been a while since I called in, but I want to. Remind people to read the book called The Zyprexa, Z-Y-P-R-E-X-A, The Zyprexa Papers by Jim Gottstein. Now, regarding some of the stuff you were talking about, a friend of mine sent me an email earlier this afternoon about DMV uh, reopening some locations under appointment only. Luckily, I haven't had any DMV business to take care of recently, but I have two friends that have, and the um, the message that, in fact, the friend that sent me the message needs to have some business taken care of at DMV. But it says in this WTVR uh, report that the DMV commissioner uh, Richard Holcomb says that um, they are going to welcome back customers, and we want Virginians to know we put a lot of thought and effort into this phased approach to make sure that we can open our offices safely. So that really, <laughs> that really got me laughing because I wrote back to my friend and I said, that means they had a meeting. And they're, if they're going to try to open DMV with appointment only. <laughs> right. Yeah, good luck. In six weeks, you're, you're, you're appointment. Good luck. You know, my driver's license expired in February. I was in the hospital. So there wasn't a lot I could do about it then. I get out, the DMV's closed. And they say they won't ticket me if they stop me, so I'm doing everything in my power to make sure I'm not stopped. But you I know, I, I've got to make an appointment to, to renew my driver's license. I, I, think, I, I think it's I funny about that is that when the thing the DMV ought to focus on is not so much my safety, I'll take care of that, but how about just making it efficient? I mean, you people are – it's unbelievable there. It's like nobody has any sense of urgency. No. Or a sense of time. I, no, I guess they don't no, need it. They, they don't get in a hurry there. That's that's for sure. <laughs> they give you a number. You sit in a chair for Lord knows how long. 
and, and God help you if you fall asleep and miss your number because you're kind of hosed. You have to go get another number. It's the place is crazy. Well, maybe the COVID nineteen will. Maybe we'll be able to fix the DMV. Maybe to wake people up to that. Well, I'm going to wait until they fully open. Sure, to renew are. my driver's sure license. And I, it, I just think on your part, it's horrible planning, and I would I would blame you. I mean, if you don't know your of license, of course. You know, you know, if I had just planned to become ill, ill once again, get stuck in the hospital once wait, again. You didn't know which, your uh, time was coming for your. I, I, I didn't understand. It was not it was an time. elective thing. It I was know. an emergency. I'm talking thing. about when your license expires. Uh, my license was going to expire. Yes, and uh, I didn't realize it would expire right mm-hmm. on my birthday. I mm-hmm. thought it expired the end of that month. Sure, but I was wrong. It expired right on my birthday in February. So maybe COVID nineteen can fix the DMV because right now COVID nineteen is scaring me because it is creating a little socialist in America. No, it is. According to the Democrat Socialists of America, they just added. 10,000 to its ranks since the virus started. Wow. And, you know, why not? I mean, all you can see is is how productive a large federal government is. I mean, once you realize that the federal government is the end all and the answer, then you just want more of it. But, you know, we have a president that realizes that's not the case. For now. For now. For now. So, so he is going to reduce the size of the federal government and all of the folks that work there. He's only going to be there a few more months, and we're in the middle of COVID nineteen. He'll be there longer than a few more months because if he's not, people that vote the other way, are, you know, it says a lot about the education system in this country. <laughs> if the man does not get reelected, that's all I'm saying. The Democratic Socialists of America director said that the overall response to the pandemic has com- was completely inefficient. Let me just reword that. The overall response of the federal government that we're huge fans of was completely inefficient. And so we seized on that moment to get more people. Except it's interesting about socialists. The uptick in registrations for socialists appears to be driven by the displeasure of government, yet their answer is more government. They're a funny people. That's interesting. I think the pandemic has been horribly done by government, but I want more of it. What if it had hit during Barack Obama's time in office? Think about all the federal jobs he would have created. And he had already created hundreds of thousands of federal jobs. That, that was his way of reducing unemployment, hire more people into the government. But what would he have done had the pandemic hit? Nothing different, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820, WNTW. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Going back to school in fall? I heard... Chesterfield County has a five-step plan. And I don't know all five of the points, but if this is true, we've got a serious problem. We've got to stop this. Chesterfield County apparently is planning not to go back in the fall. That's their that's their plan. According to some teachers, I'm hearing some rumors, and I don't know if this is accurate um, because it's pretty much kind of a rumor at this point, but of the five 
options at this point. None of them apparently have him going back in the fall. This is insane. In fact, one of the options is to only attend one day a week in the school. You know, here's something to think about. We built these $80 million Taj Mahal schools in Jesuit County. Well, that was a waste of money. That was if we can be taught at home, why do we even do that? You know, I don't I don't believe for a second they're actually going to do that. Do you? I mean, do you really think they're going to do that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, as crazy as things have gotten, yeah, maybe so. But I just I just have trouble believing they're going to do that. And here's the next. That was one option. The other one is don't start till November. Okay. Start in November. Let them go Monday through Friday. Let them get their normal okay. school life back. In November? That's insane. Let's get them to school freaking now. This is well, ridiculous. I, I, I agree, but, but we're not in control. If we were, that's they'd my be point. back in school. That's my entire point. Actually, we are in control. The people should be making this decision through their board members. The people. Here's another one. They don't, and they're don't. they talking about a, not even starting until January. So that's, there is no school in the fall. Zero. Really? That's what Cheshire County is considering? They're not going to homeschool? Oh, no, I mean, no, no, no. Insane. They'll have, they'll have some sort of school. That is insane. But they're not going to go back to school? This is this has become, we have, we have overreacted to this virus like nothing we've ever done. We have destroyed our economy. We've destroyed people's lives. And it's not necessary. In fact, if you're a kid in high school, the chances of you dying from this are .00001%. It's not, in fact, most of the deaths that have happened in America, I think almost half of them have been in uh, in nursing, nursing homes. homes. Are, yeah, in nursing homes. And it's been brought into the nursing home. It's just, yeah, From right. an outside exactly. person. And it, it's been if brought into every single nursing home that's experienced this. It's been brought in from an outside person. I, everyone. I think educrats, educrats are so caring that they want, the children first, Scott and Richard. I thought you were referring to the demo dogs. Children first. If one child, Scott and Richard, one, if one child could be saved by us starting in November, isn't it worth it? There's no, there's no. Evidence. Of course it is. But the bottom line is, there's no evidence that's a of bunch that. Of, that's a bunch of crap. Of course, there's no evidence that. Do you see this other story about? I think Japan submitted this idea, uh, or this this video about a guy walks into a buffet and contaminates everybody within 10 minutes. That's well, another lie. starting a joke. That's another lie. A man walks into a bar. <laughs> a buffet, that is. Uh, yeah, right. They're going away. Ralph Northam uh, this week rejected a call by the Republican General Assembly leadership for a moratorium on the early releases of prison inmates with violent records. He rejected that. So let me just get this straight. There's a party of Republicans. They go to the governor and said, hey, uh, let's, I'll tell you what. During this let's time. Talk. Yeah. Let's, let's talk. Let's have a moratorium on the early releases of prison inmates with violent records. Can we do that? Record Ralph's like, uh, what am I going to say to him? Well, I don't know what to say to him. Uh, no, we can't talk about that right now. I don't know what to say. He says no. He rejects it. Now, I don't know how much of a thinking person you need to be to see which side of the debate you want to be on that one? I mean, they're you talking have... about dangerous criminals too. They're not just talking about right a jaywalker. 
a shoplifter who stole a pack of bubble gum. They're not talking about those guys. Here's what the Republican leadership said in a letter. It's time for Governor Northam to demonstrate support for the victims and the families of victims of violent crimes. The governor should immediately impose a moratorium on the early release of those convicted felons. And the spokesman for Northam, here's what the spokesman for Northam said in response to that. Governor Northam rejects this proposal. That's the first start. Why is that? He doesn't know what to say. He rejects the proposal. So the rejection of that proposal would say, oh, no, there's no moratorium. We're releasing the violent felons, baby. You can't stop it. The spokesman goes on to say, based on our current laws, parole provides a very limited number of individuals who've rehabilitated themselves and demonstrated their release is compatible with public safety, the opportunity for a second chance. So you may think, yeah, that seems reasonable, until you find out who they're releasing. Like this Martin guy who killed the police officer, who was supposed to get the death sentence. And How is this guy being released? He kills a police officer, and he's being released? Oh, the parole board said, ah, you served your time. By the way, he received two life sentences and was supposed to get the death penalty. Now he's walking around? What if they release him into a field and give all the family members a shot shot at him? (laughs) All handguns. There he is. Have at it. We'll be back in a half an hour. I tell you, the real answer to parole, in my opinion, has always been let the victims be the parole board. I don't know why. Absolutely. I don't know why that we don't do that. Why if if it's so obvious that the person has been rehabilitated, then they should be able to make the case to the victims and go, look, I'm sorry, I'm, I've made my, my, my peace, I've rehabilitated, can you have it in your heart? To, and if they say, yeah, then they're really convinced, then by all means, if the victims themselves think it's okay, then, you know, who are we? But that's not how it works. The parole board is made up of big-hearted, small-minded, liberal pukes who just look at it and go, he served 40 years of a life sentence, that's long enough. He killed somebody! He murdered them and should have received the death sentence. Instead, he's walking free. And if Ralph he killed not- anyone, but he killed a police officer. You know, in, in, in today's world, the police don't get the respect they deserve. They, they're not paid enough. They don't get the respect they deserve. Someone kills someone, and now they're being released. And, and if I were you and you're a... Uh, a big supporter of Wreck-It Ralph, of of Governor Blackface, or whatever you want to call him, this would be a wake-up call for you. Because so what if what if this gentleman, for lack of a better term, shot one of your family members and killed them? Would you want them released? Would you want them out walking around, or would you want them to get the death penalty? Yeah, you know, think think about the way you're voting who you're voting for, and why you should maybe rethink some of your choices. So just to reiterate, let's make this perfectly clear. There's a party that said, think about the victims. Let's put a moratorium on the release. Then there's Ralph Northam who simply rejected that. Let that sink in. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW.
conservative compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out. Not closing. We're opening, baby. Virginia's open. We're closing just the studio here. It's closing time for us, but Virginia's open. Find your local watering hole and make sure they have a patio. Because Ralph Northam said you can go on the patio. As long as you're six feet apart, you can be on a patio. But if you're outside of the gym, you've got to be ten feet apart. So the, so the, the, benevol- the benevolent dictator has spoken. You are now free. Free to roam about the state. Isn't that nice? He's such a, he's such a good little governor. All right, check us out at 927fm820am.com, 927fm820am.com. The Constitutional Cop, it's a great video. And, of course, King J- or, or, um, Kevin James which is an unbelievable, funny actor, has a great video there that I promise you that you will enjoy it. 92.7 FM, 820 AM.com. All right, so the, uh, the, here, here's what we learned in the last two hours. We learned that if your 7-year-old is on a Zoom call in a class, make sure he hides his toy guns. Um, otherwise, the, um, the professionally offended, which are typically the American left, the masked Nazis, will call the police on you. They'll call the cops on you. Nobody called it on Nate. Yeah. Nate was seven years old, I guess. He uh, he drew a picture, a very detailed revolver, big caliber one, too. Beautiful picture. And he wrote on the picture, beautiful picture. my future. <laughs> of course, goes, they sent the picture home. I still have it. That is phenomenal. See, Nate is a cool kid. That is a very cool picture. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong. Very proud of him. Of course we're son. proud of him. Of course, because he's a great American. And he's not one of these uh, scared of the, of the of the picture of a gun or scared of a toy gun on a table behind the Zoom picture of the seven-year-old. Makes me want to vomit. Some things are ridiculous. You're looking for a job. You can be a beach ambassador at Virginia Beach. Call them up. They'll hire you. Put a, pink, a little T-shirt on you. Kind of cute. Enjoy this beautiful weekend that's coming up. It's going to be awesome out there, even cooler on Sunday. And thanks for joining us today. As always, be safe in your commute. And we'll see you next Friday right here on 92.7 FM and AM 820. Also, you can catch us tomorrow from 8 to 10 right here. We did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.